0: Tom Palmer is back after a very well-deserved couple of days off. Fun, how are you? Are you extraordinarily well-rested?
1: Uh, well, I'm really glad to uh, be safely back on the island. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i go to Vancouver the first time in over a year. And uh, very nice to see daughter and son-in-law. I went to the Van Gogh show, which is highly recommended. Very nice, uh, yes. Masked up, by the way, for it. And most people were masked and... Uh, was reminded that I really have become a Victorian simmy. I drive like a mem like a person who lives in Victoria. I should <laughs> apologize mean? to the listener who found him or herself stuck behind me because I got a lot of horns beeped at me. Oh, <laughs> no. Including I love this one. Even a bus blew its horns. I was going too slow. <laughs> So you anyway, know. I'm back in the are island you? and uh, here in my dotage, and uh, glad to be ahead of the heat zone. So.
0: Are you not now, like tarring everybody in Victoria with this same driving brush? Here, are you saying that that's just what goes yeah, on I'm, in Victoria? I,
1: I, I fit right in the traffic patterns over here in the island. So uh, you know, there may be people who drive faster than me, Keith Baldry, trying to get to work. But uh, other than that, uh, no, I think I fit right into the <laughs> profile of the capital, uh, driving along and, and fondly remembering the days when they used to require that somebody waving a lantern went ahead of your car uh, (laughs) to warn
0: people that you were coming. You know, I thought I heard a lot of horns on the weekend. I wondered what that was all about. (laughs) Um, All right, Well, you know what? Uh, Lots happened while you were gone, in particular. Every time those numbers start to creep up for COVID-19, I think, well, I wonder what Vaughn's going to say about this.
1: Yeah, I did get uh, caught up on everything uh, last night. I read a couple of uh, Dr. Henry Adrian Dick's transcripts and uh, looked around at all the stuff that other people have linked to. And uh, I'm still a pandemic pessimist is the short answer to that. And I still think we've got a long way to go to get out of the woods on this. And one story that really jumped out at me and it's uh, UK guardian today, it's uh, or yesterday coverage out of uh, the head of the Oxford vaccine group. So uh, that's one of the big institutions in the UK testifying before the British parliament and saying, look, Uh, The Delta variant is so transmissible, so communicable, that what we know at the moment, it renders the idea of herd immunity mythical. If we were to get past 95% vaccination rate with measles, it wouldn't spread. That's the proven scientific right. threshold for what is called herd or community immunity. But he said the problem is that uh, you have to be careful how you say this. You don't want to give the wrong impression. But he said, look, you can still get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. In smaller numbers, and you don't get anything like as severe a case and generally don't end up in hospitals so the unvaccinated are still far more at risk but in terms of containing the spread what we know at the moment even over 90 percent vaccination rate would not completely halt the delta variant in its tracks so We need to keep at it. We need to keep working hard. We need to get our vaccination rate as high as we possibly can and be aware that there is still going to be an admittedly smaller risk, even if we get there.
0: Right. And we're also like we're trying really hard to close that vaccination gap here in B.C., but it's slow going now.
1: It is slow going and You know, the government with the best of intentions is obviously trying to get us to focus on how much progress we've made, and we've made a lot of progress here in British Columbia and in Canada. But uh, what really jumped out at me from the numbers they gave us on Monday uh, from Adrian Dix and Dr. Henry is, you know, they they talk about us having reached what? Uh, More than 80% of British Columbians have one dose and more than 70% have both doses. But, you know, you do the math, and it's their numbers, that still leaves... More than 1.3 million British Columbians who are under vaccinated, including more than 800,000 who are not vaccinated at all. So, 800,000 more than that, British Columbians are unvaccinated, and another half million have only one dose. And Dr. Henry has told us repeatedly that if you're ending that most of the cases, Virtually everyone who ends up in hospital, everyone who ends up in ICU is under vaccinated. So these are mostly people that are not vaccinated at all, but it includes some people who have only one dose. So you look at those numbers, we still got a long way to go, especially um, with the estimated threshold for herd immunity rising all the time.
0: Right. You're so right about the numbers, though, because when I heard the actual number, I think it was referenced a couple of weeks ago, of the people who are unvaccinated, I thought, that's huge. Yes, how, it is. How, how can that be when you consider we, how well we've been doing with vaccinations? But you're right, you get lulled into this false sense of security because all we ever hear are the percentages.
1: Yes. And the other number, of course, and this one is 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 evident from the national coverage in some cases. Uh, In terms of a rising case count, uh, British Columbia is now the worst in Canada, so we're actually doing worse than Alberta, which is certainly not the poster child for how to deal with this thing, and there's a lot of controversy in Alberta for other reasons, but You know, yes, most of the cases are confined to uh, the central Okanagan. Yes, most of the new cases are, well, virtually all of them are people who are not vaccinated. And yes, they're a younger cohort, age 20 to 40. Uh, So even if they get it, it's not as serious for them. Uh, Hospitalization rates have, as Dr. Henry has put it, been decoupled from the case count. That's good news. But it still tells us, Simi, we've got a a long way to go, and I wonder how long before um, they're going to say, here in BC, we've tried everything else in terms of carrots and persuasion, and we're going to go to sticks. Uh, there was a Globe and Mail editorial this week that I thought it yeah. po- put it well enough carrots on with the sticks. Look elsewhere, um, Washington State, nationally. Uh, in some cases, Quebec is leading the way on uh, vaccination passports. Uh, President Biden has made it clear that U.S. public servants are going to have to get vaccinated. Strong indications that to work in long-term care here in BC, you're going to have to get vaccinated. But We still have a way to go. And uh, yes, I recognize they're holding back because they're worried about a backlash and they're hoping to get as far as they can with persuasion. But I do think you're going to have to start offering disincentives to the unvaccinated.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, because as soon as Quebec announced that, they had an uptake on the number of people getting and so did France. As soon as you said, OK, you know what, that's fine. You don't have to get vaccinated, but you can't do this, this and this. All of a sudden, people are like, yeah, I might as well get my shot.
1: Yeah, interesting note uh, that came in to me uh while I was off as well from a, a from a ministry in the public service. I, I won't name the ministry because I think they're probably watching pretty carefully uh, the kind of stuff that's leaking out. But uh, this fellow said to me, and I, I've known him for some time, so I I I, real, I trust what he said. He said, "Look, um, government offices here in British Columbia, people are being told in, in his ministry and elsewhere, uh, come back to work. You're coming back to work after Labor Day and." He says there are some fairly strict protocols that will be in place um, that you'll have to meet before you can continue to work at home. So he said it ain't going to be working around the kitchen table. They're, they're working on fairly strict protocols all designed to get people back to work. Well, people are going to have to go back to work someday, so I appreciate yeah. that. But, but here's an interesting thing. He said there's no indication that the government – is going to set a good example for employers by requiring vaccination or requiring masking, physical distancing, and testing. I mean, that's the matchup they've suggested for long-term care and for healthcare workers. Get both double vaccinated or accept that you're going to be tested regularly, mask up at workplace, and physical distancing. It strikes me that the B.C. government would set a very good example for other employers in the province if it were to bring in that requirement as it brings people back to work after Labor Day. I don't think they've ruled it out. But they may need to be pushed to get there.
0: You know, what's interesting is that Governor Jay Inslee in Washington State, when he made that announcement for their rules, he said, you know what? He ruled out the idea of being tested all the time if you're unvaccinated because he said, you know what? Too much money and too much time and effort for us. Way easier. We just need you to get vaccinated. And that's the only way we're going to do this.
1: Yeah. No, I I think uh, there's there's okay. British Columbia doesn't want to be first. Uh, That's being clear here. Um, They don't want to push too hard. They don't want to create a backlash. I get all the reasons they've said, but look, we're not doing so well, now that our case count is climbing faster than anywhere else in Canada. We're not doing so well that That can be ruled out. We can argue about how soon it should be done. And look, they're working on universities and colleges. They're working on back to school. So there's a whole bunch of things still in motion. But the way things are going, I think they're going to have to acknowledge before the end of the month that um, carrots haven't done it. And we're going to have to look at some sticks as well.
0: All right. We'll see what happens. Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye-bye.